Welcome everyone. This is Wayne Stacy, the Executive Director of the Berkeley Center for Law and Technology. Uh, today we have with us Carol Sun from the law firm of Yuanda. Uh, they are a Chinese law firm that is in a strategic alliance with Winston Strawn here in the United States. And uh, Carol Sun is an expert in the new laws that are coming online in early September in, uh, in PRC related to privacy and data regulation. So Carol, thank you for, for joining us today. Thank you so much, Wei. It's my pleasure. Well, Carol, what I wanted to do was just go through and, and give the audience uh, a background and an understanding of, of what's happening uh, because it's, uh, it's a new su subject for a lot of people. So uh, in particular, there's a, a new law coming online in September uh, referred to as the Personal Information Protection Law. Can you tell us what it is and how it uh, is similar or different from uh, other privacy laws like GDPR? Sure. Uh, I cannot sure whether this PIPL, we, we, the full name of the law is the PRC Personal Information Protection Law, will come into force September or later. But all the people anticipate this law will come by the end of this year. So this personal information protection law is, uh, from some Chinese people's view, it's a Chinese version GDPR. So if we talk about the GDPR, people understand that it's a, almost a, the stringent law to protect the personal information and also the privacy. Uh, I think this Chinese version PIPL uh, borrowed a lot of concepts and also the rise of the personal information subjects from GDPR. For example, this law grants a lot of rights. For example, the rights of a deletion, the rights of uh, the, uh, the revision, and also ask the subject to always have the rights to say no uh, to uh, withdraw their rights, uh, withdraw their uh, consent uh, for the data processing. And uh, also, this Chinese law also borrows some uh, data cross-border transfer mechanism. For example, this law uh, also have some uh, uh, mechanism like the standard contract uh, clauses. That is, uh, uh, from our view, that, that that will be one of the main um, mechanism for the companies transfer some personal information from China to the overseas. Um, also, for the penalty perspective, uh, I think based on my understanding, it is one of the uh, few laws have a very high mandatory penalties. Uh, this personal information protection law also have the similar concept uh, comparing with GDPR. For example, the highest uh, mandatory penalty is a 50 million RMB or the 5% of last year's global turnover. So it is quite high if the company has some violation to the law. Um, but it's not the situation that any uh, violation to the law will trigger this kind of a high monetary uh, penalty, but some also other penalties like the administration level and also uh, some, um, even the criminal level depends on the uh, severity of the violation. So I think that is, uh, um, this PIPL, has a very similar concept with GDPR and also um, constitutes another side uh, in the whole data protection legal framework in China. 
How will the PRC go about enforcing uh, the new rules once they, they are finalized? Well, there are several, uh, actually three key administrative agencies to handle the data security and the data privacy law enforcement. Uh, one is the CIC, the short name is uh, CIC, and uh, the full name is the Cyberspace Administration of China. Uh, this is a very, very central level authority and handled all of the uh, cybersecurity, the data security, and the, the privacy issues. And this agent is also one of the key agents to handle, for example, the recent DD case. Um, another, uh, uh, another agent is called the telecommunication and the internet industry. And the short name for it is um, the ministry, uh, I mean, the MIIT, which is Ministry of Industry and the Information Technology. So both cybersecurity and MIT will also focus on the personal information protection. Uh, for example, if uh, there is a mobile app, uh, collect some personal information, uh, but violate the personal right, then both of the authorities will uh, conduct some investigation or law enforcement. And uh, the last main agencies for the law enforcement uh, regarding the data or privacy is the Public Security Bureau. Uh, the short name for it is a PSB. This Public Security Bureau, uh, actually people working there, they are the police offices, police officers. So this PSB leads the inspections and the investigations for the network security issues, for example, the data breach and the data leakage. Uh, so going back to the PIPL, I think all of those three main authorities will be the key parties to handle the law enforcement. So turning to, to some of the mechanisms that will be approved to transfer data, especially outside the borders of the, the PRC, uh, can you tell us what the, the mechanisms are going to be going forward to stay out of trouble? Well, I think most of the mechanisms under China's uh, PIPL draft, they are very similar with GDPR. For example, the, uh, the company could got some certificate from the authorized agent, but currently we don't know who will be the agent. The certificate could be something to prove this company and the receipt, uh, I mean, the, the, the recipient of the data outside of the China uh, could be satisfied with some uh, uh, for example, standard of the data protection. Um, this is not uh, from the people's anticipation. This this will not be a very typical uh, mechanism, but the the typical mechanism will be the same as uh, the GDPR, which is the ICC, uh, means the standard contractual clauses, uh, means the data uh, exporter and the data importer uh, will sign some standard contractual clauses, clauses. But the situation here is uh, currently we have not uh, seen the draft of the ICC uh, and the, any Chinese version or English version, uh, but we have some information from the legislation authority that they will also follow some uh, uh, global or international uh, format for that. Um, 
But the issue is, based on my experience, I see some problems from the multinational clans when they have the operations in China, because they have already had the SEC and their GDPR or some other data cross-border transfer mechanism globally. Uh, currently, they are wondering whether they would have some separate thought or separate IT setup uh, because um, uh, the the new laws and the GDPR. The issue is not only the format of C- SCC is not clear so far because they have some concerns about how to follow the Chinese authorities' requirements other than SCC when they transfer some data from China to overseas. So that is uh, some practical issues, and we should wait and s- to see. And what do you anticipate the timing to be for the release of these standard contract clauses? Uh, for this law, there will be a third round review just next month in August, and it is very possible this law will finalize at the same time next month and come into force by the end of this year. But for this ICC, uh, reasonably, it should be published together with the law, but it's still possible that it will be published several months later when the law comes into force. And you made one other comment about uh, the, the certificates and the authorized agents, um, but you didn't know who the, or I guess it's not clear yet, who the appropriate agency will be. Uh, what's the timing for getting clarity on that issue? Uh, it is, I don't think there is a timeline that people could understand who will be the authority because there are a lot of authorities. For example, in the recent happened DD case, there are seven authorities involved for the investigation. And uh, there are some overlap among authorities. So it's hard to say, but those three authorities will be the key authorities. Well, and that kind of takes us to the, the last big question here. Um, in one of your articles, you had, had recommended that companies need to uh, anticipate these issues arising or data privacy issues arising and start building relationships uh, with the appropriate authorities in the PRC. For a, for a U.S. company, how do they go about doing that? I think there are some approaches. We have already helped our multinational uh, clients. For example, we have the company in the chemical industry. So the so-called authority could be some leading authority in this industry. They will help the client to understand whether you know, some of the data in the company or collected by the company will be regarded as the important data. That is another concept or another definition under Chinese law, uh, which is uh, could be regarded as some important data to the country or the national security. So from this perspective, the industry leading authority will be helpful. Sometimes they are the government authority. Sometimes they are the association. And also some um, uh, other foreign-related chambers, for example, American Chamber, uh, they will also be very helpful to build up some bridge between the companies and also the government authorities. But going back to the personal information protection, uh, I think the authority could be some local organs of the three main authorities I introduced just now. But how to build this kind of... Uh, uh, a bridge to open the communication channel 
that should follow some uh, both the Chinese way and also the Western professional way. Um, that is also something that we could design uh, for our clients. Uh, but more importantly, I think uh, it is not that easy to just ask a question to the authority and get the answers. If there is no clear law definition, it is not easy to get the answer from the authority. So it is important to design or even associate with other companies under the similar situation to, you know, for example, have some seminars with the authority uh, and also invite some uh, uh, professionals or from the university to sometimes persuade the authority or even uh, using some uh, soft way to communicate with authority to get some answers or at least get some attitude from the authority. So, Carol, I want to thank you for your time today. It's an incredibly interesting topic, and it sounds like we'll be hearing more in the next 60 days uh, on the development process. I'm sure we'll, we'll have an opportunity to, to talk again uh, in the very near future. Thank you. Thank you so much, Wayne. Thank you. It's my pleasure.